The Acunet Mortgage and Realty Show is sponsored by Acunet Mortgage, an equal housing lender at MLS ID 255368, and Acunet Realty Advisors, which is a separate company from but still affiliated with Acunet Mortgage. Welcome to the Acunet Mortgage and Realty Show, getting you inside information on buying, selling, and financing your home with expert advice from Acunet Mortgage and Realty's Brian Wickert on WTMJ. And a good Sunday morning to you. This is the Econet Mortgage and Realty Show. I'm Eric Bilstad, along with David Wickert from Econet Mortgage. Brian is not here today, but David's here. Hi, David. Hi there. Good morning. Where's uh, your dad? I, he and my mother, my mother retired in the spring right. from right. uh, many years of teaching, and so she can be anywhere she wants to be on a weekday in the fall, that is and phenomenal. they're taking full advantage of that. I think they saw some Broadway shows, and then... They're in a cabin somewhere in New England, <laughs> glamping for sure. Not like not like actual camping, but uh, all right. Well, then Brian will be back next week. Pinch yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You get the younger, more handsome right, with right, your A face for radio, one might say. <laughs> so, um, I wanted to kick off today's show uh, with news that's barely news, uh, because on Wednesday, the Federal Reserve, having telepathically communicated its intentions for quite some time. Uh, raised rates a quarter percent. It was a hundred percent chance of this happening. Yeah, I, I, yeah, even if it was ninety-seven percent, I don't know who was taking the other three <laughs> percent. Uh, but ultimately, uh, what that means is uh, the prime rate is going up, and um, and prime rate is tied to any number of things that. Um, someone has in their everyday life, like a home equity line of credit mm-hmm. yep. or your credit card interest rate. And so uh, not only did the Fed raise rates for the third time here in 2018, the odds of a Fed rate hike even for a fourth time come Christmas now stand at 85%. Mm-hmm. December, it'll happen again. I, exactly. I, I um, While Dad is out uh, on vacation this week, I wrote a new ad uh, this week that noted, I don't know if anyone else has run a Christmas layaway commercial yet, but we're the first ones because we know that the Federal Reserve is cooking up a lump of coal for everybody before the end of the year. Uh. And and we already know it's at 85% odds. Not only that, okay, so the prime rate now stands at 5.25%. Mm-hmm. Goldman Sachs, they're a, they're a boutique firm on this place called Wall Street. They... They get paid to be right. They don't get paid to be wrong when it comes to finance and things on Wall Street. They already predict that the Fed could raise rates four more times in 2019. Wow. Okay. So there's some kind of, if you knew now what you knew then, what would you do with your life? And so let's just quantify this for people. Before uh, the ball drops this year, the prime rate is likely to be at five and a half. If the Federal Reserve then raises rates four more times in 2019, well, gosh, the prime rate's going to be at six and a half. And for most folks, you don't get to borrow money at prime. That's why it's called prime. It's the best. Most institutions that lend out money put a little juice of their own on top of prime. So right now, everyone who's listening knows something that's going to happen in the future, and yet we are living in Goldilocks land when it comes to interest rates because you can still get a 30-year fixed-rate mortgage for below the prime rate. So for anyone who's still hanging on to that home equity line of credit that they use to pay for their kitchen remodel 
or anyone who paid for this fall's college tuition on a credit card, the kitchen is going to keep getting more expensive because the interest meter is going to keep running and mm-hmm. rising. Mm-hmm. And college tuition is going to end up costing more than just books and boarding as the interest rate on your credit card continues to rise as well. Do we notice the impact immediately on something like that? Like, should you act it, yesterday on well, this? Well, here's the funny thing, because anyone who thinks they can predict uh, financial markets should already be retired and own their own island. <laughs> and so the, the funny thing that happened on Wednesday was um, the uh, interest rates went down. The Federal Reserve on Wednesday afternoon raised interest rates, raised their Fed funds rate, and then interest rates went down, which which I can't wrap my mind around other than the fact that, guess what? Everybody knew that it was going to happen. Sure. And then when it happened, everyone was like, oh, okay, it, uh, what I thought happened, happened. And so the other amazing thing is um, the 10-year treasury, which is a good barometer of the cost of money pierced the three percent threshold i think either earlier this week or last week and when the 10-year treasury did that earlier this year headlines everywhere oh it, it, it the end of cheap money is here mm-hmm. and when it happened just now earlier just a couple of days ago crickets from the financial headlines so the scary news is that i think interest rates are going to keep marching up and up and up, both because the Federal Reserve is is dead set on doing that, and also because we're we kind of already pierced a, an important mental threshold in that three percent mark that I think is going to have interest rates rising in the foreseeable future as well. For those who don't pay close attention to this, but know that <laughs> you mean I, like guys who work in the mortgage <laughs> business every day. Well, people who see who know that rising rates obviously can can be a bad thing. When they think, oh, I should refi or I should do something like that, is that is that one of the easiest layman's thing you can do? Or I should refinance when I notice that the the rate's going to keep taking out. The amazing thing is what we've seen for folks who are calling into the office is that I think finally people are feeling it. They 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 not only know that interest rates are going up, but they feel it as well. Um, and and so we've got a lot of folks who are consolidating debts or who are deciding that they want to get at some equity in their home mm-hmm. now and not in the future. So if if there's opportunity for anyone who wants to just see if there is a benefit, all you got to do is click on the blue button. We just we'll run the numbers and if there's no benefit, we'll tell you. But if if you again, knowing the future for all that's been communicated by the powers that be in the Federal Reserve we know what the end of 2019 is likely to look like. Let's take advantage of that knowledge before it's Christmas of 2018. This is the Academic Mortgage and Realty Show. David Wickard is here. David, what do we got coming up? After this, I'm going to tell a story on a, a home buyer, second time home buyer. Uh, turns out buying a house is as much emotional as it is financial. We'll give that when we come back. Eric Bill said along with David Wickard on the Academic Mortgage and Realty Show on 620 WTMJ. Home buying advice from the guys who know it best. This is the AccuNet Mortgage and Realty Show with Brian Wickert on WTMJ. Good morning. Welcome back. This is the AccuNet Mortgage and Realty Show. I'm Eric Bilstad. The host of the program here is David Wickert. Hello, David. Hello, hello. So uh, segment one, very wonky, very yeah. very numbers specific. And um, guess what? We're good at the numbers. Yeah. But uh, I'm going to say one of the things that I've learned from Brian over the years is that um, this 
mortgage world is as much emotional as it is financial. Because guess what? When you're walking through a house, yeah, you're wondering what the payment's going to be, but the answer you're trying to, the question you're trying to answer with your spouse is, do we want to host Christmas here? Right. You know, do I want to pack my kids lunch for school in this kitchen? And oftentimes you know right away. You walk in, you're like, I love this house. Right. And a mortgage is just a thing that helps you get there. So um, I I was able to help uh, a home buyer this week who I think his exact words were, okay, this has been eight years in the making. This is a repeat customer of Acunets. This is the benefit of being around for darn near 20 years. Mm -hmm. You can have folks who come back eight years later and want to buy their next house. And so they've been, you know, looking, you know, oscillating between serious and and too nervous about making the leap. They own a, a, a first home in Brookfield and they're looking for, I don't know if it's their forever home, but like, you know, this step up to a home in Brookfield, they got two kids and in the middle of good careers and like they're, they want to, you know, flex a little bit mm-hmm. on the life that they're living all for it. And so they finally got a house under contract. Eight years were the exact words when we when we connected on the phone. And in discussing how Acunet is going to be able to help, I think in addition to the emotional um, side of helping people just air out what's most important to them, it's maybe this is a lawyerly term, not accepting the premise. Because the first the first draft of what our, our client had in mind was, okay, I'm going to use the cash in my checking account, and I'm going to take uh, money out of my Roth IRA and, and use that to make a 20% down payment on this next home. And I said, those are two absolutely legitimate sources of funds. But here's a here's another way to look at it. Instead, keep that money, keep that powder dry, and allow us to tee up a bridge loan on your old house, well, soon-to-be old house, mm-hmm, right. to use as the down payment on your next home. Because the way that the timing is going to work out is they're not going to be able to sell their old home before they buy the new one. But they've got a substantial amount of equity, and they'd like to use that as part of their down payment, kind of roll it forward. Mm-hmm. And a bridge loan, I guess the way that I always describe it is, it's it's getting access to the equity in your home before you sell it, because if you sell it, you're you know it just drops into your checking account and right. huzzah you have proceeds from the sale of your home. And so, in just at least in this first instance, was able to reduce the stress of liquidating. Uh, I'm not going to say all of their you know uh, funds, but allowing them to keep some cash on hand. And utilizing that bridge loan in order to make the down payment on the next one. I should add, you know, their incomes are strong enough that they're able to qualify to carry both homes, uh, which is not always true for everybody, but sure, for these folks, we were able to help. And and, and so I'm going to say, I know we do a great job when we reduce stress for anyone who's trying to buy a house. And in this particular case, taking the game plan they had in mind and just augmenting, making better, getting draft number two lined up, I think allowed them to feel more secure as, you know, as they go on this adventure of buying this bigger, more expensive Mm -hmm. home, 
Um, and so when we come back from this, uh, this break, what I want to highlight is um, our ability to quantify options. Because for these folks, um, payment was really important for them because, you know, I, they, this is going to be a more long-term home for them. But I think what we're really good at, and when we come back from this break, is outlining sometimes that break even, both on a financial and on an emotional level as well, especially when you get to communicate that to your spouse after having connected with your Acunet Mortgage Loan Consultant. I'll give uh, a little bit more detail on that when we come back. He is David Wickard. I'm Eric Bilstead. This is the Acunet Mortgage and Realty Show on 620 WTMJ. But yeah. it's a, it's the thing that helps you um, live the life that you want to live. Mm-hmm. So in this particular case, repeat customer of Acunet's, um, what we're really good at is offering some side-by-side options. My um, less than glamorous example is I can make your mortgage uh, stake medium rare, medium, or medium well. And let me describe to you, madam or sir, Please. how each of these tastes, because ultimately um, you're the one eating the steak. I go on my merry way. And so in this particular example, um, we were able to line up different options. The the interesting teeter-totter um, is the lower your interest rate, the higher the cost. And so the opposite of that is, let's say, an, an eighth or a quarter difference in rate r- might result in lower cost. Part of that reason is because your mortgage ends up on Wall Street. And so a higher interest rate is more valuable than a lower mm-hmm. interest rate because guess what? It's someone else's investment. Wonky thing aside. So in this particular case, uh, what I lined up was three options, all an eighth apart in rate. And so here's the interesting thing. They're putting 25% down on this purchase. And the difference between that eighth and rate was a mere $21 a month. But in order to achieve that lower rate, they would have had to have spent $1,800 to save 21 bucks. And so what I said on the phone to try to quantify this in like real life terms, um, it would take seven years to break even. I said, uh, Tim, uh, how old is your daughter? Well, she's 11. I said, she will have graduated high school and can vote by the time you break even if you decide to invest in that lower interest rate. And I, I kind of knew he was going to chuckle because in my own life, I think back seven years and I, that is amazing. And even trying to think seven years from now, sure, yeah, hard to kind of wrap your mind around where life will be seven years from now. But I guess when you frame it in terms of how old are your kids, it makes it a little bit more real. Um, not to mention to be able to add the fact that it's like, it's not like you get to call me in seven years and t- and say you're saving like a thousand bucks a month. It's, it's $20. Right. It's Chipotle for a family of four, maybe. And, and so just to be able to quantify that in terms of um, real life, um, you know, situations, I think helps move the conversation beyond a fixation as to what is the interest rate. It is, you know, what is the monthly payment and, and how does this help or hinder my family? Because mm-hmm. um, the other thing that, that our client noted was that he was trying to keep his monthly payment to um, below $2,000 a month. And both of them have very reasonably strong incomes. But I think what we take into account is it's not just us helping you buy this house today. It's 
how does this affect what your family life looks like going forward? Because guess what? Well, maybe my you know wife would like to stop working if the kids hit a certain age. Um, maybe I get clipped by a bus, you know, uh, walking down the street one day, and suddenly our income is cut in half. So that's a that's an emotional reason for wanting a reasonable payment mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that is um, that that has a financial outcome, but has to deal more with like I want to make sure that no matter what life brings our family, we're going to be able to stay in this house at a reasonable cost. Does that make sense? Oh, for sure, okay. absolutely. But I, I I think a lot of times people may not think that clearly on those subjects, like the fact that you just talked about where your income could get cut in half. Which no one likes to think about, right, but, but it's but it's it's a logical way to think. You you have to process and, and be prepared for something like that. That rainy day that could happen sometime. Well, and kudos to you know maybe it it comes with living a little bit of life, but you you I think too often in our industry it focuses on the interest rate, which of course is important. But sure, he, yeah. here's the amazing thing: uh, this is going to end up being a two hundred eighty thousand dollar loan, an eighth difference in rate between those. Um, Rate uh, eighth difference is only six thousand dollars in interest over thirty years. So that was the other part of our conversation. Was I said, Tim, um, you're going to be if you hold on to this mortgage for thirty years, you're going to be seventy four. To which he also chuckled, <laughs> and I said, during that time, oh, you will have paid an extra, you know, six thousand dollars in interest. Which I don't want to be dismissive, but that is a rounding error. In your lifetime earnings, in if you have any savings for retirement, that is not the thing that is going to make or break your mm-hmm. ability to send your kids to college, you know, or just live the life that you want to live. And so, you know, we it maybe the metaphor is uh, we have two arms at Acunet. We have a left arm and a right arm. We got big biceps on our left arm about the financial numbers because we can crunch numbers as good as anybody. But our right biceps are pretty big too. At just talking about. You know how is this going to play out in real life, not in mortgage life, in in every day to day, year to year living, both for you and your family. So, um, when we come back uh, from the bottom of the hour here, uh, we'll have a quick rate roundup, and then a, a report back from uh, Digital Mortgage 2018 in Las Vegas. Uh, we'll have that uh, after this break. It is the Economic Mortgage and Realty Show. I'm Eric Bilstead. He's David Wickard on 620 WTMJ. Don't break the bank to get into a house. Back to the AccuNet Mortgage and Realty Show with Brian Wickert on WTMJ. Welcome back on a Sunday morning to the AccuNet Mortgage and Realty Show. He is David Wickert. What are we doing first? The weekend roundup? The rate roundup? Rate roundup. Uh, So um, at the close of business on Friday, AccuNet Mortgage on a uh, 30-year fixed uh, with 25% equity and all the other right stuff, uh, could offer 4.75% uh, with an APR of 4.78. I, I bemoan because it just continues to kind of slip away from us. Um, the costs for that are around uh, 14.95 in total cost, no origination or paper shuffling or administrative baloney fees. Uh, if you'd prefer that Acunet pick up some of those costs, uh, we could offer 4.875% on a 30-year fixed. Uh, that'd be uh, less than $500 in cost, 484 uh, If you are the type of person who's you know kind of looking at pre-retirement and you're like, you know what would help me sleep well when I'm a retired person? No mortgage. 
which would not be anybody whose last name ends in Wickert. <laughs> uh, but on a 15-year fix, for example, uh, Acunet could swing 4.375%. The APR is 44 It's $1,100 in cost. Um, and again, just to maybe to harken back to our uh, first segment, uh, the Federal Reserve is clearly communicating that uh, they're going to keep raising rates. So mm-hmm. um, we're going to hold on to this four handle for as long as we can. Um, just a couple notes. Um, Brian, myself, and uh, Dan Otto, our uh, chief technology wizard, that is his actual title. It's on a wow. business card. Uh, we ventured out to uh, Las Vegas uh, a couple days ago, and we went to Digital Mortgage 2018, which is the third um, time that this conference has come together in an attempt to help uh, mortgage lenders of our size and all the way up to the biggest shops, uh, you know, wrap our minds around what it means to deliver an excellent experience, especially through a digital realm. Um, in 2018 and beyond. So interestingly enough, they had some uh, big, big names. Bill Emerson, who's the vice chairman of Rock Holdings, uh, that mm-hmm. is the parent company of one Quicken Loans and Rocket Mortgage, which is a trademark blah 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 of Quicken blah blah blah, uh, and uh, spoke. And uh, Tony Shea, who is the CEO of Loan Depot, spoke as well. And uh, those guys are spending a lot of money on technology, and you know delivering attempting to deliver an experience where people can do it themselves, uh, mostly. Um, and, you, you know, we kind of, every time someone presented, we thought to ourselves, like, you yeah, know, we're, we're kind of already doing that in a good way. Um, things like being able to e-sign your disclosures, uh, being able to upload um, your um, documents securely through an online portal, um, even coordinating someone you know for closing there's this funny push for e-closings where it's like if you're at the five yard line and someone's about to give you a mortgage you would drive to just about anywhere to be like where do you have a pen because <laughs> i will come i will i will be wherever you need me to be but anyway you know what we've been doing for years is especially in refinances if you'd like to close at your home or office happy to send somebody out it well into the evening to make life convenient for you. Well, I suppose that is the new norm. You're right, though, by the way, about driving someplace to get it done just right. to get it done. But I suppose that is the new normal, though, being able to e-close. Of course. And um, maybe it's a not a problem. It's an opportunity for somebody else. But for most folks that we're talking with, they're they're ready to pick up a pen and sign their name a couple times and then the um what we all what dan brian and i all started laughing at uh was when some of the demos that presented their their big reveal was the ability to share their screen with their borrower and compare choices and we all kind of looked at each other like we've been doing that (laughs) we've been doing that for years it's this awesome tool called GoToMeeting where you can literally look at your loan consultant's screen at Acunet, and in real time, observe, hey, what if I do 20% down? What if I do 25? Hey, what if I do no monthly PMI versus monthly PMI? Because the other amazing thing that we learned is not all lenders offer all options. Um, And so we just, we felt like we were already living in the future 
given that some of these demo companies were spending thousands of dollars to reveal that, like, yes, and our fancy new thing is you can share your screen with your borrower. <laughs> they have dancers and yeah, uh, some, music playing and all that. They had some pretty good music playing in between. But um, So that's, you know, the, the digital mortgage is, is here. And I guess, you know, what we... What we know to be true is uh, it is the ability to have a digital experience uh, where you are empowered as a borrower um, to take action yourself, but also have someone who can counsel you because no one goes to mortgage class in high school or college. And so, you know, I, my line is I don't do my own heart surgery. I don't do my own taxes. I, when I am looking for professional help, especially if we can offer it for one to three thousand dollars less than your bank or the guys with the rocket, mm -hmm. I'm I'm gonna hire the professional to help me understand what's going on. Because guess what? It's not only financial. Sometimes it's emotional as well. What do you got coming up next? Uh, next up, uh, I want to uh, report back on um, the. Seven Commandments for Delivering an Excellent Experience, and then also touch on a, a, a home remodeling story from the Wall Street Journal that turns out that home remodel you've been thinking about might be getting a little bit more expensive coming up. This is the Economic Mortgage and Realty Show with David Wickard on 620 WTMJ. Find a place to call home. Without the headache, this is the AccuNet Mortgage and Realty Show with Brian Wickert on WTMJ. That's right. This is the AccuNet Mortgage and Realty Show. Good morning. Eric Bilstead along with David Wickert. No Brian today. He is taking the weekend off. He'll be back next week, I am sure. Hiking somewhere. Yeah. Uh, maybe not. <laughs> Sleeping, uh, maybe? Yeah, maybe in a little sleep. <laughs> uh, I wanted to, similar to what we experienced uh, at Digital Mortgage, um, some industry publications emphasized the seven commandments of a satisfied customer. And I don't want to say we had deja vu, but we just thought, well, yeah, we do this. So a commandment number one, provide an upfront checklist of the information that the borrower will need. Yes, because we would like to tell you up front where we're going to need to get a thumbs up. Sure. That's a, that's a nice thing. No, no surprises or no guessing. Uh, commandment number two, contact the borrower well before closing. Well, in fact, if you're buying a house at AccuNet Mortgage, you're going to get a call every Friday. We steal from SNL, the weekend update. Hi, this is David Collin from AccuNet Mortgage. I want to let you know that the appraisal has been ordered and we should have it back sometime next week. Communication before closing. Imagine that. Uh, commandment number three, avoid asking the borrower to provide document already provided. Indeed, you don't want to be asked for your tax returns again, having already sent those tax returns as well. Mm -hmm. This, you know, for the technologically half savvy, you know, sometimes uploading can be um, a struggle. But um, what we're good at is knowing what we've got and making sure that pulling easy things like you know, property tax bills or, you know, the phone number for your HR person. It's like, it's amazing how much of that information we already have access mm -hmm. to, especially if you're a repeat customer. It's like, hey, is your birthday still this? And is your social <laughs> still this? Do you still work at blah, blah, blah? And have you gotten a raise since the last time we were able to help? So commandment number three. Commandment number four, be proactive about keeping borrowers informed about the status of their loan. This is what I particularly enjoyed, especially in light of uh, digital mortgage, is that borrowers really like it when you do these three things. Email them, text them, and call them. Because our personal opinion is people don't want to download an app for getting an update on their loan. Maybe I'm wrong. 
But if all I got to do is text you, hey, we have initial approval on your loan and an email letting everybody know, here are the three things you got to get done before closing. Line up homeowner's insurance, for example. And then again, giving a phone call it, in a um, increasingly digital experience, it is still the emotional, you know, touch, calming voice mm -hmm. coming across the phone. Uh, we'd drive to your house, but it wouldn't be economical for us to, <laughs> you know, hop in the car and drive over. Uh, commandment number five, commandment number five, and, and I know for a fact that as a company we take this for granted, but apparently it's not a baseline across the board. Close the loan in the expected time frame. Not only do we deliver loan commitment on time, I'll say nine out of ten times, but we will make sure that we close the loan on time as well. Not barring any unforeseen circumstances. Of course. Of course. I talked to someone yesterday who's putting in an entire new septic system to the tune of $30,000. And guess what? That's going to delay closing because you need somewhere for the flush to go. Um, and I'm sure you would text and say, hey, by the way, this is going to delay I, things. Yeah, so, right. right. Not, not only that, but pick back. up the phone and be like, everything's okay. Uh, I hope that the guy who's putting in the septic you know, knows what he's doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then commandment number six, when problems arise, make every possible effort to resolve them. Maybe I'm just Midwestern by, by nature, but um, I'd say one of the things I'll point out, n no one likes to think of when things go wrong. Uh, like our example earlier um, with the story of people who were, hey, what if one spouse stops working right. or gets, mm -hmm. you know, loses an arm? Um, no one likes to think that something goes sideways with their loan. And quite frankly, I mean, we don't suspect that something will go sideways when we start. And sometimes it's not even our fault, your fault, uh, but just the circumstances. I'm going to say one of the best parts about um, being able to work with Acunet is um, you get the president on the phone if it gets to that level. You get me on the phone if it escalates to that level. And quite frankly, that is not the case. You are not going to get a big credit union's president on the phone, and you're not going to get the CEO of the bank on the phone to help solve your problem. And um, it's like having, it's like life insurance for your mortgage, where it's like, I want to know if things are going sideways, that, that I get the chief on the phone to help at least solve or mitigate what's going sideways. Mm -hmm. And, and you know, again, no one wants to think that that's going to be the result, but, but that's it's a nice thing to have yeah. in your back pocket. Yes. Yeah. Um, and then commandment number seven, um, start the closing on time. David Wickard there. I'm Eric Bilstead. This is the Academic Mortgage and Realty Show on 620 WTMJ. Expert advice on buying a home. Here's more of the AccuNet Mortgage and Realty Show with Brian Wickert on WTMJ. Wrapping up the show, and before we get out of here, Eric Bilstead along with David Wickert, this is the AccuNet Mortgage and Realty Show. David, something I know that you guys have a, a big hand in and something that is important to you, the Habitat for Humanity. Absolutely. So um, this coming Thursday is the uh, annual gala, Framing the Future Gala. And uh, we always make sure we make time to talk about Habitat for Humanity Milwaukee. Uh, being in the mortgage business and the real estate business, we care uh, specifically about this part of our industry or maybe the ecosystem uh, for everyone who owns a home in Milwaukee. So 
Um, one super cool thing uh, that Acunet is doing this year is we are uh, making a dollar-for-dollar match up to $37,500. Uh, and uh, interestingly, the math works out that if we're able to help folks feel uh, the want to um, give, that our dollar with your dollar will add up to the $75,000 that Habitat for Humanity needs to construct a new home in 2019. And uh, I myself swung a hammer this summer along with several Acunet employees and friends. And uh, it's a really cool experience. And, and to just highlight some of Habitat's um, initiatives, um, Habitat is not a giveaway. Uh, the homeowners and, and future homeowners have to provide 300 to 500 hours of sweat equity um, working on someone else's home, um, going to financial counseling, and kind of building up that, that runway for successful home ownership. And um, 300 hours or 500 hours is 500 hours is one fourth of an entire work year. Right. And and you have to work a full time job and you have to raise a family maybe around this other part time job mm -hmm. called, you know, becoming a Habitat homeowner. So Habitat is not a giveaway. You got to put in a lot of sweat equity um, in order to participate in the Habitat program. The other thing is. Um, Milwaukee Habitat's um, initiative for 2018, 19, and 2020 is what they've uh, called the Midtown 100. Um, so previously, uh, a focus of theirs has been the Washington Heights neighborhood. They've now pivoted to the uh, Midtown neighborhood. And what they're attempting to do over the next three years is construct 65 new homes, uh, do 20 critical repairs so that people can stay in their home mm -hmm. safely, and then 15 home rehabs, taking blighted properties and turning them into safe, affordable housing. And, and I think the single uh, most powerful statistic that Habitat has found is that by creating homeowners in the Washington Heights district, crime fell by 40%. Right. Uh, let me say that again. The creation of homeownership in tough neighborhoods had the crime rate drop by 48%. I don't know of a public policy that would have that kind of impact quite like home ownership does. Um, and so that's why we're passionate about Habitat, Milwaukee Habitat for Humanity at Acunet Mortgage, because it's just our belief that every part of the ecosystem matters. You have to have uh, a foundation, a solid foundation of homes in order for there to be a middle and an upper part of that pyramid. Um, and, and affordable housing has tremendous impacts on education and, and just social and family structure um, such that on Thursday, we're going to try to raise a lot of money. Uh, and so if you feel uh, the call, um, Acunet is matching donations up to $37,500. Uh, I'm not going to put a timer on that. Maybe through the weekend. If someone calls on Friday after the Thursday gala and says, hey, will you match my money? We'll say, absolutely. He is of David course. Wickert. Brian, his dad, will be back next Sunday. So will Mark as well. Mark Segrist will be back okay. as well. Eric Bill said along with David Wickert. Thank you, David. Thanks, Have a great Sunday. This is the Economic Mortgage and Realty Show on 620 WTMJ.